the seventh day of the month. I have said these things to you, so that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. John 15, verse 11. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Philippians 4, verse 4. Our consideration of love in the preceding days began a sequence of themes set forth in Galatians 5 as the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Today, we consider joy. In Sunday school, children are sometimes taught this acrostic, Jesus first, others next, yourself last. Is this formula too childish, too simplistic to be true? Certainly it runs utterly against the grain of our culture, which advises us to look out for number one, and we all know who that is. Even in church circles, we often hear this counsel given to those who spend their lives serving others in the name of Jesus. Take time for yourself, or you'll get burned out. But what do you suppose Mother Teresa would have said had you told her that? Wrestle valiantly with answers to these questions. What is the source of the deepest and most lasting joy I know? How does this joy compare to the fleeting frivolities that advertise themselves as being sources of true happiness? In times of confusion, distress, and grief, What does it mean to be able to rejoice in the Lord always? Consider the possibility that the best time we can take for ourselves is our time of contemplation before God, our time in conversation with God. Could it be that the lack of joy we call burnout is related to our neglect of just such contemplation and conversation with the divine as we seek to aid others through our own strength and wisdom alone. Opening Prayer O God, how happy are those whose strength is in you, those who, while going through the barren valleys of life, make them places of springs. In their hearts are the highways to Zion. Cause us to be numbered with them, to find in you our dwelling place. Now and hereafter, grant us the delight of living in your house, ever singing your praise. Amen. Psalm 95, verses 1 through 7. Come, let's shout praises to God. Raise the roof for the rock who saved us. Let's march into his presence singing praises, lifting the rafters with our hymns. And why? Because God is the best, high king over all the gods. In one hand, he holds deep caves and caverns. In the other hand, grasps the high mountains. He made ocean, he owns it. His hands sculpted earth. So come, let us worship. Bow before him, on your knees before God who made us. Oh yes, he's our God, and we're the people he pastures, the flock he feeds. From the prophet Isaiah, chapter 59, verses 15 through 21. Yes, truth is lacking, and he who turns aside from evil makes himself a prey. Now the Lord saw, and it was displeasing in his sight, that there was no justice. And he saw that there was no man, and was astonished that there was no one to intercede. Then his own arm brought salvation to him, and his righteousness upheld him. He put on righteousness like a breastplate, and a helmet of salvation on his head. And he put on garments of vengeance for clothing, and wrapped himself with zeal as a mantle. 
According to their deeds, so he will repay. Wrath to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies. To the coastlands he will make recompense. So they will fear the name of the Lord from the west, and his glory from the rising of the sun, for he will come like a rushing stream, which the wind of the Lord drives. A redeemer will come to Zion, and to those who turn from transgression in Jacob, declares the Lord. As for me, this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit which is upon you, and my words which I have put in your mouth shall not depart from your mouth, nor from the mouth of your offspring, nor from the mouth of your offspring's offering, says the Lord, from now and ever. From the second letter to Timothy, chapter 1, verse 15, through the 13th verse of the second chapter. You are aware of the fact that all who are in Asia turned away from me, among whom are Phygelus and Hermogenes. The Lord grant mercy to the house of Anesisphorus, for he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. But when he was in Rome, he eagerly searched for me and found me. The Lord grant to him to find mercy for the Lord on that day. And you know very well what services he rendered to Ephesus. You, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is Christ Jesus. The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others. Suffer hardship with me as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier in active service entangled himself in the affairs of everyday life, so that he may please the one who enlisted him as a soldier. Also, if anyone competes as an athlete, he does not win the prize unless he competes according to the rules. The hard-working farmer ought to be the first to receive his share of the crops. Consider why I say, for the Lord will give you understanding in everything. Remember Jesus Christ, risen from the dead, descendant of David, according to my gospel, for which I suffer hardship even to imprisonment as a criminal. But the word of God is not imprisoned. For this reason I endure all things for the sake of those who are chosen, so that they also may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus, and with it eternal glory. It is a trustworthy statement. For if we died with him, we also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. From the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 10, verses 1 through 16. Getting up, he went from there to the region of Judea and beyond the Jordan. Crowds gathered around him again, and according to his custom, he once more began to teach them. Some Pharisees came up to Jesus, testing him, and began to question him whether it was lawful for a man to divorce a wife. And he answered and said to them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. But Jesus said to them, Because of your hardness of heart, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother, and the two shall become one flesh, so that they are no longer two, but one flesh. What therefore God has joined together, let no man separate. In the house, the disciples began questioning him about this again. And he said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her. And if she herself divorces her husband and marries another man, she is committing adultery. And they were bringing children to him so that he might touch them. The disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw this, he was indignant and said to them, Permit the children to come to me. Do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it at all. And he took them in his arms and began blessing them laying his hands on them. 
These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wednesday's Prayer In the middle of this week, good Lord, assure me again of your presence in the midst of life. Renew my strength and determination to do your will on earth, even as it is done in heaven. Save me from self-contentment, from a vision that is too narrow. Enable me to reach beyond my parish into my community, beyond my community into every corner of your anguished world. Help me to see even beyond this world into the vast expanse of your universe, created as a sign of your extraordinary love and of your enduring power. This I ask through Christ, through whom all things were made, in whom all things hold together. Amen. From the Methodist Handbook of Prayer for 2023, written by Indrajit Bugal. Holy and hidden God, your mystery and majesty fills the earth and all creation. You take sanctuary in the core of our being, and in your being we find refuge and strength. All people bear the stamp of your image, an embodiment of your abounding treasure, your delight and pleasure. Keep us open to your gifts we carry within us, and unveil before us your grace and generosity, the shower of your blessings in our engagements and interaction. Hold us in our brokenness. Illuminate us in our darkness. Speak to us in all languages. Bless all who live and give their lives to show us the world you desire. Amen. The Lord's Prayer, Traditional Text Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen.